Barca fans, welcome to episode 2 of the Barca Blaugranes show. I'm your host, Luis Mazariegos. You can check out our site at barcablaugranes.com and our show site is blip.tv slash barcablaugranes. Again, blip.tv slash barcablaugranes. If you're not watching it on Blip, you should be. That's the best way to watch it. So the international break, lots of excitement on that end. Although not directly Barca-related, there were two big matches. Spain versus Belarus, where most of our players are. And Argentina versus Uruguay, which is probably the most interesting and most memorable game. Spain managed a comfortable 4-0 win with a hat-trick and an assist from Pedro. Argentina defeated Uruguay 3-0 with a great two-goal performance from Messi. Finally, there was Alexis Sanchez playing for Chile. They continued to skid in South America, lost 3-1 to Ecuador. And Alex Song's Cameroon, despite beating Cape Verde 2-1, did not qualify to the African Cup of Nations. Number one. Spain continued to roll in the qualifying for the World Cup title defense, and Pedro Rodriguez was the star performer. Jordi Alba got the first goal for La Roja from a sensational assist. It was Pedro's back heel who got the ball to him. Jordi went around the keeper like he was a forward. It was pretty good. But then it got better. Pedro got his goal with a very well-timed run, a pass from Silva. He got his second goal with a cute chip over the keeper. Some symbolic defending made it too easy for Xavi to roll it to a wide-open Pedro, who hurdled the keeper and got his hat-trick. Interestingly, Sergio Busquets got the start at center back ahead of Javi Martinez or Raul Abiol. This is pretty interesting because, as you know, we have a mini crisis here with Puyol and Pique out. We've played Song, we've played Adriano, maybe Busquets. I don't know, we've tried it. It has its good parts, it has bad parts. It's another conversation, but it's interesting. Xavi, Alba, Sesc, and Pedro were the Barca starters on the team sheets. Besides Busquets, Iniesta came on for Silva, and Villa came on as a sub for Xavi. It's great to see a Pedro game where he plays so well. He will be essential to the campaign this year. I think he will be a constant presence in Spain's World Cup defense as well. Belarus, not a particularly strong opponent with all due respect, but no one will be complaining. It's a good win. Now they look forward to a huge match against France. Number two. Argentina had a tough match at home to a talented but desperate Uruguay team that had lost away 4-0 to Colombia and drawn 1-1 at home with Ecuador. It took Argentina some time to get the breakthrough, with Messi hitting the post early in the first half, but there wasn't that much else. But when they finally started scoring, the goals came pouring in. Messi was inspired and could not be kept out. He took the ball at the top of the box, rolled it wide to Di Maria, who returned the pass for an unrushing Messi to slide and redirect it past the keeper. For the second goal, Messi again started the play from the top of the box. Similar play, he played a very cool chip pass to Di Maria, who supplied a cross on the ground for Agüero to boot into the goal. If the first two goals were a result of great interplay between Messi, Agüero, and Di Maria, the last one was all Messi's. He had a free kick from the right side, which he cleverly kicked low and rolling along the grass. Because of the great timing of the shot, the wall jumped over the ball, and it rolled confidently into the net. A brilliant goal from a man who has somehow become even better than he used to be, as he scores his fourth goal for a club and country from free kicks. It's a trick, he said. He learned from his ex-teammate Ronaldinho. Mascherano had a good game as a holding midfielder. He tried to match some of Uruguay's physicality. Some would call it outright dirty play. 
Midway through qualifying, Argentina topped the South American ranking. Number three. I'll talk about Chile and Cameroon briefly. Sanchez played the full 90 for Chile, but he was unable to change the game. And a team missing key players from injury, not to mention a banned coach, lost even more momentum. Chile have lost two straight and remain fifth in qualifying, only good enough for a playoff. Barca fans continue to hope Alexis can regain his scoring form. Well, this is not a good sign. It might not really matter much as long as he has a good game when he returns. Cameroon were shocked by small Cape Verde in the African Cup of Nations qualifier. In the two-leg tie, Cape Verde won the first match 2-0. In the return, they went ahead via penalty, putting Cameroon in a huge hole. Cameroon hit back quickly, but the match was 1-1 until the 94th when Cameroon finally went ahead 2-1. This was good enough to win the match, but they lost an aggregate. Song played the full 90. A new manager and the return of the legendary Samuel Eto were not enough for Cameroon, and they will miss the Cup of Nations. This might be good news, as it means Song should be available during the time of the tournament early next year. Conclusion. To finalize a comfortable, if expected, win from Spain with a great display from Pedro, an energizing and inspiring win by Argentina with a super display from Messi, and two underwhelming losses by Chile and Cameroon. Next up, we'll have France versus Spain and Chile versus Argentina, so it will be a Barca versus Varsa forward match. And I will be talking about it probably next week. So join me for episode 3 of the Barca Blau Granite Show. <laughs>